0: Told me that we should say goodbye. My heart crashed right into the ground when you said that I should fly. I never really wanted to see your face again. Like a slap across my cheek when you said we'd still be friends. This
1: wasn't. back everybody to your creativity it is press day for a motion picture that we talked to summer about a few months ago the movie's called funny thing about love and we heard the director and one of the co-stars who probably uh, tons of people know um him from uh, napoleon dynamite how are you john i'm great yeah sounding good <laughs> That sounds
0: good testing yeah. testing yeah,
1: we tested Yeah, You sounded
0: good. You just looked right. shocked like you were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Feedback. There's no feedback here. I'm kidding. We're in a soundproof hotel room. Yes. <laughs> and we're the director is
1: Adam White.
2: That's right. right. Adam Adam White. For some yep, reason,
1: White. I'm thinking Mike White. but There's a lot of whites out there.
2: Mike, yeah. Mike White, I think, is... is uh, he looks like Mike White. I just realized <laughs> you know he's, he's like
0: the much bigger version of uh, Mike, Mike White. White yeah. The healthier that's, that's version. That's Jack Black's partner. I don't know if they think, are anymore. Well, they were. They, they were when they, they were black and white. of Rock. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Very good. I didn't, didn't make that connection.
0: But props
1: to School of Rock. They were in that together. And Anyway, we're here to talk about Funny Thing About Love. Uh, Summer told us about it a few months ago and her, her side of things. Uh, but I want to get behind the production uh, with you. you. You wrote it and directed it. Where, where did the idea come from? Um, yeah, I've...
2: You know, I've, my wife is a big fan of, uh, the holiday romance movies on TV, mostly Hallmark. yeah. And she loves for me to sit down and watch those with her. And, you know, it's, I've seen a lot more than i like to admit. And I, and I've enjoyed way less than I could count on one hand. (laughs) So, so I, at one point I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to write one that I, that I would want to watch. And, and that's kind of how I started. And, And then there's also the, 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 idea that there's not any, like the eight, the nineties rom-coms I love. You've got Mel while you were sleeping. Like these, you don't see these movies anymore. They just don't, they're not made with an ensemble cast where the you love the whole family and there's funny characters. And, and so I thought I'm going to kind of, I'm going to do a throwback to the nineties. I'm going to do a movie that has a good ensemble cast and is, has a lot more comedy than, than romance, but also the romance and part of it is there. And, and that was kind of the, the idea of this.
1: The great ensemble cast. Uh, you know, John from Napoleon Dynamite, and then Summer. She was the she was case the, girl. She on. was a
2: lead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she, she was. She was on Deal or No Deal. Yeah.
1: And then um, Brooke. She was on American Idol.
2: Mm-hmm. Brooke White. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then Olympian. Yes. Silver. Middle, Ma- Olympia. Michaela
2: Skinner. We had her. She had a small role in the in the movie. We had Barry Corbin, who's been in a million things. He's he's in there, and and then uh, Pat Finn, who's uh, been on a bunch of tv shows he, he was uh best friends with chris farley very funny guy um jason gray from studio c who's super funny and then a great actor and, and then Kevon moezi who's a stand-up comedian also very funny who am i forgetting elena Beloy, she did an awesome job as, as the mother and is that it
0: i think you got everybody uh the kids were really great um yeah
2: put your microphone to your mouth. I th- oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so
0: I think uh, the kids are great. I think you got everybody. I
2: think that was it. Yeah. But it just, it was a really, really good cast. I mean, I, I couldn't have been happier with that. I, I think filming during COVID, I think really helped. To, um, there was the availability, availability right? people that weren't yeah. working as much. So we could really kind of pick and choose and, and that worked out for us.
1: Now, were, were any parts specifically wrote for these specific people?
2: Um it with, yeah as, as soon well as soon as as soon as we got we we got John on board I definitely kind of went back to the script and said all right, we need to take advantage of his his specific comedy skill set so I I wrote probably a, two extra scenes and then rewrote a couple of the other scenes just to make sure that you know we gave him his due because obviously he's a very talented you know comedic actor and didn't want to waste that so for sure his role got a lot more meaty when when he came in came on board
1: and John, working with Pat, he plays your father and Summers' father in the movie. How was it working with somebody with so much experience like him
0: and, and who's barely maybe not even ten years older than me? <laughs> Which I thought we loved. I loved it because I was so it's like Pat is awesome. He's really talented, really funny. Um quick. Just I, I love Pat. Too. I mean, I loved everyone that we worked with and it was really great. But it was um it was fun to like kind of have this it was it was the first time i got to play dad and i didn't really think about that but you i think a lot of actors will track that like once they pass a certain point like in their at least age and how they're you know conveyed on film and portrayed you know now i'm officially a parent on film so now i can play more dad roles i suppose so playing a dad role but then having uh this dad uh Character who's kind of like just one of my buddies in the film, and we kind of played off that way, so it was really fun to kind of find that dynamic.
1: And you, you, you got four kids, you've been married 19 years, I've been married 20, and the movie's called Funny Thing About Love. What are some funny things you've learned about love in the 19 years being married?
0: Oh, that <laughs> there's some times that aren't so funny, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that you know, it's like. What is love? The funny thing about it is that it takes many shapes and sizes and forms. You know, it's like, (laughs) I mean, there's so much you could go into it, but it's, it's great. It's a total, it's a journey. It really is a journey. Like you discover things, uh, every, every year, every moment, there's just new things you discover, discover about each other, but that what you discover about what it means to love someone, uh, your family, your, your kids, your wife, Um, there is, it's unpredictable and, uh, and how hard and challenging it can be, but how rewarding, you know, as well. I mean, you already, you know about the rewards, but until you feel them, you know, you don't really know. Totally. For sure.
1: I've only got one. I don't know how I could, could, could do four. He's 14 going on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have seven. Oh boy. And I've been married 20 years. I I can tell you the, the, the funny thing about love for me is as the longer I've been married, the less funny my wife thinks I am. So oh. I, I have to try a lot harder to get, if I can get her to laugh, and laugh hard. I'm like, dang, I crushed that joke. That was fantastic.
1: Yeah. I stopped being funny a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Where did I want to go next? Um. Let's go back to Barry Corbin. Um. Grandpa Joe, it's hard to talk about a movie that you haven't seen yet, but kind of talk about his character and his kind of, Way with everybody.
2: Yeah, so Grandpa Joe in the in the movie he's he lives with the family, you know, with his his daughter and uh, and he's you know he's older, so he's he's he basically has one goal in life, and that is to to get dessert, right? He wants dessert in, in, every day, all the time, and and his his daughter is trying to stop him for his for health reasons from doing that, so. So as Thanksgiving approaches, you know he's he's all about let's let's get as much pie as we possibly can. Anybody that wants to interact with me, they better bring a treat, or else I don't I don't have time for you, type of a thing. So it just you know it, he he actually becomes a pretty funny character, one that I think will probably you know be an, an audience favorite because he's just a, such a lovable guy, and, and you just root for him to to accomplish his goal.
1: That's that's awesome. Uh, Kayvon, I've been I've been familiar with him over the past few years working for a comedy club and recently with uh, dry bar comedy. Um, what was it like having him on set? Was he always trying to make jokes and keep, keep everything light or,
2: um, I think John probably really played that role of, of making jokes and keeping things light. Kayvon actually, I was shocked because he hasn't really done a lot of acting. And, oh, okay. and so I was shocked at how well prepared he was. He was super prepared and did a, and was a really good actor. I mean, better than I thought he was going to be. And and he actually had everybody's lines memorized as well, so that he could really be in the moment and know when he needed to react and, and not react and and that kind of a thing. So I, that was the kind of the thing I remember most about him was just how well prepared he was. He's a very smart guy, um, in real life, and uh, that you know you could just tell that that, that intelligence showed really showed through as, as he was, you know, just with his preparation and with his acting, I mean, he did, he did a really good job. He, he was probably one that surprised me the most, honestly, on set.
1: Uh, with Summer, um, you know, she's sweet, wonderful. And um, what, what did you see in her during the auditions that made you think she would be great for the lead?
2: Um, she, you know, we, the, the, the script is written about a girl who is a fashion entrepreneur right and yeah, that, and that tracks <laughs> yeah and and it's funny because i didn't know this you know but when she auditioned but she she owned a fashion magazine and she's been in fa- a model since she was you know in her teens and so like she and, and has been an entrepreneur you know so she she was this character you know so when she auditioned it, like it was just there was no doubt as soon as it, i had seen so many auditions and as soon as i saw her i was like yeah this is the girl this she's the one so it was it was a very quick process once she auditioned
1: and Brooke's her like best friend in real life and in the movie. So was that kind of a, a shoe in when it just made out?
2: sense to do it because in the movie, they're best friends. And if you know Brooks, she's such a big personality and, and that was the role that I had written. I didn't realize obviously that I was writing it for her, but, but she, she is such a big personality and, and you have to, I needed somebody that could meddle in, in a relationship and not come across as annoying Right, that you would, you would still like them after they were, you know, getting involved in stuff that was really none of their business, frankly. So she, she's the kind of person that you'll just, she'll do that and you'll, just lo- you'll love it and laugh about it.
1: The right balance. Um, <coughs> and you filmed during COVID down in Arizona. Um, how, how was that like? I, I recently talked to another uh, movie that was filmed during COVID. Uh, stop-and-go with a couple of Jason's um, co-stars on uh, Studio C and JK Studios. And they kind of built as things happen, but your, yours doesn't take place in COVID. So what was... Um, where am I going with this question? How, how did the restrictions and, you know, any freedom that that gave you help, help or assist?
0: non-freedom. non-freedom,
2: yeah. Non-freedom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, well... You know, one of the times I had to yell at John because there were fans coming up to him to take pictures with him, and they weren't masked, and they we didn't know if they'd been, you know, if they had COVID yeah. or not. And I'm like, dude, you can't be interacting with the public because they, it's you get COVID and it's over, right? And so,
0: in all fairness, he probably sent them over to me though. He was telling everybody who I was. So <laughs> I did not do that. I promise On you.
1: our way to this room, he was to the cleaning <laughs> lady. Yes, that, 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 that I did. That's what you have to. That witness. I did
2: do. Yes, that was funny.
1: It's Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> um,
2: no, yeah, that was that was hard. It, you know, being masked was was. I would never want to film another, uh, direct another movie, having to wear a mask the whole time. You know, I I will put myself in the movie as a background actor throughout every scene just so i don't have to wear a mask and then i would just cut it out later in editing you know what i mean because when you're acting when you're when you're yeah. an actor that you, you wear makeup and they don't make you wear a mask so anyways <clears throat> that part wasn't great um but you know we kept everyone in a hotel quarantined when they weren't on set and uh it worked out nobody got covid it was good john what was your experience
0: i mean it was it, was, <laughs> it, it de- definitely felt like you know, even if we didn't have COVID, <clears throat> we're in the middle of Mesa, Arizona. There's nothing to do. <laughs> Looking up at him. He's like, what? That's where I live. Um, Mesa, <laughs> it was. Uh, no, it was great because yeah. like when I shoot these movies and working with your co-stars and if you get along, which I did, then it's I, I just want to hang out with them. And we can do that in the hotel room. We can. And we would do that on set. It was two weeks. So it was quick. You know, and we didn't really, so it didn't really feel that much different. At least for us, yeah, we had to wear masks like to and from, but it was like we were living life that way already before shooting this. You know, for the past number of months, um, so it really didn't change a lot. I think the weird thing for a lot of actors when or anybody when you work on a set and the rest of the crew and everybody else is wearing masks that you. Like the last day when maybe, or if you see him take a sip of water, you're like, oh, that's what you look like. That's like, it's really a lot of guesswork. It's just interesting when you take a lot of things for granted when it comes to someone's face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just uh, went to Italy for a couple of weeks. Uh, I got back a couple of weeks ago. And (laughs) I got to sneak it in, at least in the next six months at least. But it it was weird not seeing, you know, because here in the States, it's kind people are... A lot more lackadaisical, but they're, they're very strict inside places and uh, museums. So it was weird not seeing people's faces as often. So it was just kind of strange because I, I usually only go a few places here in town or I'm home alone. So I, I haven't lived in the mask, you know, since I had a real job earlier this year. But, yeah, yeah. seeing people without – with their mask was – yeah. Anytime I Strange. go back on a, a
2: plane flight, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot how much I hate wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the so flights were nauseous.
1: Um. So, John, can we talk about Napoleon Dynamite? I don't want to n- take away from this movie, but you know, taking this opportunity. Don't
0: worry, I'll spin it away. So it oh, works. Okay. The movie. Okay. Feel free. Excellent. Talk
2: all about it. If
1: you want. Um. So you met Jared uh, Hess at BYU. Yeah. And. Did you know him before he started putting
0: the, the movie together? Well, yeah, we did the short film first. So we did the, the, the movies based on Peluca, the short film that we shot in 2001. Okay. And so I knew him, you know, not personally very well. Like I think we worked on a couple projects to, together. Like he was shooting it and I was doing art direction or whatever, just as BYU film students. And, and, uh, but I had seen one project he had done. Uh, and I thought it was really great, and I knew he had an eye, and so when he came to me asking, "Hey, do you want to be involved in the short film, this little project that he's gonna do?" I was on board right away. Awesome, and um,
1: he filmed it up in Idaho, and it just created a whole, whole world up there. Um, what did you have any insight in particular elements of the character, or was it everything that he kind of put up with and you? adapted to like
0: I mean it was there definitely on the page I mean he like he had it's always hard to describe I don't know if it's just the stars aligned we he had a very specific character in mind and i like to think that I knew exactly that character not just like it was written well but it's also like yeah this is me and and my brothers and he was like yeah this is me and my brothers I was like, yeah, like, I know exactly what you're looking for, the sound, and, and he would do his version of the voice and, like, the character, but, like, you know, I think, you know, obviously in the in the short script, I don't think there was a perm or moon boots per se, so a lot of that stuff in the way he dressed, we kind of went to some uh, thrift stores and we looked at stuff and he was basically kind of born out of that. And uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it really was kind of... Uh, it was definitely created by Jared, and then it be really became a, um, a, a um, collaborative effort.
1: And then uh, years later, it became an animated series. How was it going back to getting back into that character's moon boots?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, metaphorically, um, it was uh, it was great. It was um, it was it was. I loved it. I loved the animation. I wish we could have done more. Uh, But it was just great to work with the whole, I mean, having the whole cast, the original cast doing all the same voices was, that was really cool. I mean, you just don't really, you never see that. Um, And so having everybody back, it was like doing a reunion. And I think the world of Napoleon, it's fun to see it in these different mediums. I think animation in the animated world totally makes sense. I think the real world makes sense. I think, I think the world of Napoleon could still live on somewhere. Oh, for sure. Some Napoleon two coming soon, uh not that I know of. okay
1: <laughs> putting it out there, putting it out <laughs> there um and and that had an amazing ensemble cast, just just like this movie um were there any similarities that you felt between the two productions?
0: uh, I mean they' were shorter and they were uh you know covered in mormons um <laughs> Uh, oh, well, we can't say that uh, LDS sites. No, LDSers. LDS either.
2: Nope. Say the full thing. Oh,
0: it was covered in Saints that... of the Latter Days of the. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Latter Day Saints of the Church of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It just—it's not as good of a soundbite. I'm it's sorry. Not, it's not. But whatever. That's yeah. Anyways, so yeah. No, that was. I mean, that was actually the biggest similarity. Was it really felt like you know it was an LDS production we were doing and even though it wasn't like the film itself the stories themselves weren't that but um you know Napoleon I knew uh, these were all film students who were the crew I didn't know anyone when we uh did um when we did a funny thing about uh love laughter and a pumpkin pie but um <laughs> uh, I didn't know anybody then but I do now and uh and that was cool I mean it's like once again you, you just automatically connect with people when you work with someone on the same faith and it just it makes communication and just there's just a lot of benefits there you know
2: I think actually on the crew there was only two uh, members
0: crew of the maybe church. not yeah, yeah. yeah but I think yeah. it was like a lot of the cast
2: the cat s- for really? at least four, the the cast, okay. four of the cast for the cast were members okay was uh, not Pat's not no uh, yeah, Elaine is yeah. not I yeah. don't cave-ons not cave not not so yeah you know, but there was you know
0: yeah
1: a
2: good a good number probably more than normal yeah so
1: well, we close out the show with bonus questions. Um, the yes. first one is, uh, "What does creativity mean to you?"
2: For me, I yeah, both of you. Okay, yeah, I've. I mean, for me, I, I don't know what it. I don't know what the definition is. Um, but I, I will say that for me, like creation is like where I find joy in life. You know, you know, outside of my family, my wife and kids, and I guess I helped create them. But, um, like just. When, and when I'm writing something or just directing a movie or just, or editing or whatever it is, like the, the creation process is like when I feel totally fulfilled. So, I mean, that's why I keep doing it. I just, it, it, truly is where I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do with my life. That's awesome.
0: I mean, pretty much the same answer. I mean, creative to me, it's just, it's what the word means. It's creation. You just, you're pulling something out of, and I wouldn't say out, not out of nothing, but seemingly out of nothing, but really it's a conglomeration and a mixture of so many ideas that you, you have in your head, inspirations you've taken from, people you see, visuals, whether you're, what the beauty of creation is, you know, whether it's a, a piece of art that you're drawing or painting. Oh, and for me, I love doing all that stuff. I, I grew up drawing and really into art. I studied animation in college. I went into acting, which is creation because you're creating a character, you're bringing something to life, Uh, and then and writing and directing. You know, all that is the same thing. You just are something that really doesn't exist, but you're putting life into something, and that's to me that's creation. Yeah, for sure. Creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And the
1: second one is who is your favorite Muppet and why?
2: (laughs) Uh, Swedish Chef. I mean, I, I wouldn't, does Cookie Monster count? Yeah, anything yeah, Jim, Jim Hansen. Counts. Okay, yeah. I Probably him, because he got to eat chocolate chip cookies all the time, and I was so jealous. But I'm like, dude, you're spilling everywhere, man. Try to be more careful. You're wasting it.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, that's a hard one. There's a lot. I mean, Swedish Chef, and I also love, and I feel terrible that I'm forgetting her name right now. Miss the, uh, Piggy? No, <laughs> the the girl in the band, Zoot's band, who's like, new women. Janice. Janice, Janice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love Janice. Her. I love Janice. Janice and Dr. Janice. T. Yeah. Electric Man, Ralph, I, I really like too. I like I like a lot of them.
2: I do like I do like the the Christmas Muppet Christmas Carol is probably my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas movies. They, <sighs> that movie's fantastic.
1: Gonzo and Rizzo, yeah, as the narrator. It's not nope.
0: even not even Jim Henson, dude. Not even Jim Henson. I don't care. You should <laughs> care. I did. I enjoy it Muppet still. fan. Ugh, I didn't whatever. know we are going there. We won't. Well, we I won't. Wasn't, I wasn't. There's prepared. a whole podcast episode there yeah. that we could go.
2: Yes, I need to do more research before yeah. we talk about this more.
1: <laughs> and then the last one is in the movie of your life. Who would you want to play you?
2: I'd pick John Heater. Oh,
0: Mike White for you. <laughs> Just give him stilts. Um, uh, seriously, that's so funny, Mike White. <laughs> like, like, um. Maybe we're me? probably related. Know. Probably my twin. That would make sense.
2: Is he an actor? Does he act?
0: No, but we, we can do pick. I. We can pick anybody. So, um, well, he looks like me, and he sounds like He'd it. be perfect. It'd be he, like a no-brainer.
2: No, yeah, everyone would think it was you. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I have never ever thought about this. Um, I don't. Hopefully, somebody more handsome than me. I would hope, you know. Um, but other than that, I don't really have a preference. Although, let's see. What actors do I really like? I don't know.
0: Golly, this is... I said it. Mike White, dude. He's an actor. Okay, fine. Mike, no,
2: Nope, Jack Black. Sorry. I'm going to go opposite. Jack Black. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is the opposite. Yes, <laughs> yes. it is. So wh- where can people see the movie? It's it, our, The Utah premieres tonight. It opens in theaters on the 3rd work, can they get it anywhere else?
2: Yeah, it's on demand on the 3rd too. So it's it's both, it's everywhere, on demand and in theaters December 3rd. So if you're not I think that will in Utah and Arizona is where it'll be in, in several theaters and then it'll be probably 6 to 10 other cities around the country. Um, but if you don't if you're not one of those cities, then just you can get it on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, any of those big ones.
1: And the website is um,
2: funnythingaboutlove.com. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you guys. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you.
0: Yeah.
2: This has been great. Thanks. Thank you. The podcast is done, man. (laughs)